Hello, today is Monday, March 20th, 2023. And as opposed to writing in a journal, I'm gonna vocal journal, vocal journal, which I normally do anyways, but I haven't had a recording in a while. But anyways, I'm just so well, I'm not so sad, but I'm just kind of sad right now. I'm having that detachment from Dermot. It's been tough. It's been a long process. It's for both of us. But not having that escape or that place to go to or that text message to send or that message to receive. It's difficult, but I will say it's been a lot better than what it used to be, but it's still difficult. Like, that's why I'm journaling right now, because I would much rather text him and call him and be like, hey, do you miss us? Do you miss me? But in reality, every day, he would text or he would call. Maybe he's trying to do what I'm trying to do as well, too, which is no contact, which is just so crazy. I just don't get it. Even now, I'm talking about it, it's like my throat was all choked up, but oh well, it is what it is, and I guess the sooner I can move past, the better off. And plus, to be honest with you, I'm really not even in the financial space to even take that on right now, which is just so crazy, all the work that I did to get to this point. You know, from November 20th, 2020, 11, 20, 2020, 2020, was the day that I decided I was going to get my divorce. And March, oh my goodness, March 20th, 2023. So two and a half years passed and uh, I would say I'm a little bit more broken down right now than I have been but I'm learning that I need to embrace that brokenness and maybe cry it out and journal doing right now in order to let that little girl 
experienced maybe pain, it was so used to like just pushing it down. Um, to really just have the moments and grow and be recognized. I don't think I've ever just recognized me. And today I was listening to a topic of boundaries and really hit me understanding the importance of you or me, right? Like, I understand the importance of me, but I'm 43, and I have always been a lead, I guess you could say, a lead in the relationship, a lead in my childhood, a lead on the softball team, a lead in a church setting, a lead in my sibling setting, a lead at work a lead in the household and when you are a leader and you've always been in survival mode you don't feel or you do feel but depending on you learn on the emotion depending on the emotion do you want to feel that or do you not is that emotion going to set you back or is that emotion going to enlighten you and feel you to keep going so it was also ingrained to me to lack of a better word you know put your big girl panties on and keep going you know or who's gonna lift you up nobody but yourself or wipe your tears wipe your makeup and keep going suppress you talking to this third party I suppress myself but maybe after going through with Darnell I've learned that I have inflicted my own pain onto him without even knowing and as he was healing he was recognizing it and I who thought was healed did not recognize it however I recognize it now that my indirect statements or my constant messaging or the need for solidification or the, or the, the need for a firmness would not be as highlighted as it was in the situation that we were in which is crazy because when I'm on 
to go after Darnell. I want I didn't want to ruin it. I wanted to take my time and do it right. However, I didn't realize he was gonna open me up in such a way that I would feel all of my insecurities. Because I have never been with somebody who had opened me up for me to feel my own insecurities. And I didn't know how to handle that. While I was falling in love or learning or just having a companionship, it was just such a different level. And maybe even to being able to be on a spiritual level with a man that I've never been on a spiritual level with before. But uh, I say all this just to say that I'm, I am not ready for what I want. is the word that comes to mind. We got pregnant right away. And I was 25. And I was dreams. Well, I may not say every girl now, but I'm going to say 25 and be married and have kids. That was ideal. But even that was started off on the wrong foot. We gave it our best, 16 years. And in that time, in the seventh year in, and maybe even before then, but it was all kind of a fog. I remember a white skirt and beige top and a Chick-fil-A and experiencing my first panic attack 
anxiety attack at the time. We were fighting, arguing. And I just remember standing in line and having this sense of tingling and dizziness flow from my feet to my head and just full of sweat and really not knowing what's going on, walking back and forth. Thank God I didn't faint. But at that point, I realized I'm not where I need to be. I'm not anymore. And from that day forward, I really worked on just suppressing everything. Because I couldn't vocalize anything. I would go to counselors and therapy and they would say to me, but I couldn't leave at the time. I didn't leave at the time. I would go home and, well, we had one car at the time, so I would just get in the car and make up something that was said. Because I knew if I said, she wanted me to leave you, or they wanted me to leave you, that would just create a whole other week's worth of drama. And another escape that it didn't want me for. So I would make up an excuse or say, oh, she's not the right fit. I knew I couldn't continue to go back there and not do anything with it. My dad left my mom. My dad beat my mom. My dad chased after me. Threatened me. I was nine. So I was just having to suppress all those feelings. The crazy thing is, because until you're ready to see it, 
will never know what comes from you. The projection, the hurt, the neediness, the messages, right? I got them in text and journal. Communication, something around that wrong. Sorry about that. My children come down, and I believe one of them was able to rap on this podcast. Anyways, again, the balance of motherhood working and dealing with my own emotions so anyways I will um, re-engage again tomorrow but just knowing that really asking the question of how am I and who am I and embracing all the hurt and the trauma bodies that I've experienced along the way and really just giving in a voice and moving forward and then creating boundaries going forward. For instance, my children, I have zero boundaries. And that's another thing that Darnell exposed to me as lack of a better word but how flawed I am on boundaries and maybe that took place at a young age maybe it didn't I don't know when exactly it took place boundaries is uh, something I need to reinstill but how do you reinstill that uh, with 17 year old boy 16 year old boy 9 year old daughter are the people that you've been around so long and I keep such a small circle but anyways boundaries I look forward to hearing my growth and really hating it, you know, talking about it, you know, understanding the pain and that I experienced, like with my dad, and maybe thinking about it, I always suppress it because I don't feel like giving that person a voice. Or I don't want to feel the hurt. Because to me, they're empty cries. But maybe I need to feel it. I don't know. I don't know what feels.
feeling it would be. I don't know what I would feel like after. I've always felt relief in not feeling it. But with Darnell, I've had to feel all of these emotions. And feel so flawed. I don't want to feel flawed. And maybe if I actually let all my flaws come to the surface, and I talk about them and write about them, and burn them maybe, maybe I won't be so needy or feel that I'm not worthy to be communicated to. When really in actuality, he's just busy. I look forward to my growth.